Okay, you might have missed it, given all the national political news spinning around us so far this year, but February is also a big legislative month for state assemblies and legislatures meeting all over the nation. Each year, a myriad of design-build legislation is debated in state houses, and it's up to DBIA's advocacy team to track, manage, support, or oppose bills that impact America's design-build teams. Welcome to the Design-Build Institute of America's Design-Build Delivers podcast. I'm Kim Wright. Today we're talking to Richard Thomas, DBIA's Director of State and Local Legislative Affairs, about legislative efforts nationwide and DBIA's top priorities for 2020. All right. Well, thank you, Rachel, for joining us. We're in the midst of uh, legislative season, so you're not really in the office much. You're you're all over the map. That's that's true. It's uh, you know this is like our annual conference every day, racking up those extra flight miles. Yes, <laughs> going to lots of exotic places <laughs> like Wisconsin, and yeah, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll that get says to, it all. We'll get to that. So let's talk about let's start at the ten thousand foot level about DBI ad advocacy in general. Obviously, for for private folks, they can do what they need to do and have been practicing design build for years and years and years. On the public side, our advocacy department has worked for decades to make sure that public agencies have that same opportunity. Give me a little history. We can't show the map, unfortunately. We love our green map. But tell me a little bit about how far we've come from an advocacy perspective. It, it's really been amazing. As, as most folks know, in 1993, we only had three states that have design build authority. And now we only have two states that are holdouts. And uh, and even in the 10 years that I've been here, you know, if you go back then, most states had very little transportation authority. And now we're just down to a handful of states there. Uh, and it, it's been incredible to see that, that change because every state has its own culture, its own challenges, the, the approaches you take in one state you can't use in in another, but I think the the thing that's key for us because we are a small group, we actually have to practice what we preach. We have to collaborate with other other associations, with other stakeholders, and and I think that approach, you know, we've had really good success. I think this last year we had like a seventy six percent success rate, which is about triple the industry average, and. And I think that that really says a lot about not so much us, but but the message that we're that we're conveying to folks. Because success option. kind of breeds success. I mean, we're lucky in that we have had as as states continue to deliver successful projects. It's hard to ignore. That's true, and 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 I think also too you'll you'll see our mission will evolve. Our our, our primary goal has always been to have uh, design build authority for all states. And then the primary goal, which is uh, which will eventually verge to uh, the primary goal, has been to decodify best practices. As uh, as we have wide acceptance of design build, everybody's doing a different flavor, and and uh, some of the innovations they come up with are great. Uh, but uh, you know that's something that we have to take uh, on a state by state basis. And, and also, there's always that, uh, you know, the danger of, of, of going backwards. Uh, legislatures change over time. You get new folks in and, you know, sometimes you lose that institutional knowledge. So it, it's important for us to not only to get that authority, 
get those best practices, but then you have to uh, preserve what you've, what you've passed. You've mentioned that diversity. I mean, when we get to that place, and we will, where all 50 states have design-build authority, it's still going to look very, very different, and the job is going to be far from done. It does, and and uh, I think you you also, I mean, I look at some of the some of the successes that we had uh, last year. You know, we had uh, we had historic uh, legislation in both New York, Wisconsin, and um, and in uh, Washington State. In New York, uh, we had all uh, all uh, agencies in New York City now have design build authority, uh, and we had this, the nation's first uh, progressive design build law in Washington, and uh, and in Wisconsin, where we were finally after you know the whole ten years I've been here at DBIA, we've been trying to get design build authority for the DOT in Wisconsin, and we finally got that that passed. Uh, we were able to, um, you know, preserve authority in, in Virginia. We were, were able to expand and preserve <laughs> authority in, uh, in Illinois. And, uh, but, you know, that also gives you, you know, there's still challenges out there. So let's talk about our priorities for this year. And every year is different. But let's talk about this year because you've already truly been all over the map. Um, it's, it's only early February. <laughs> With many more months to go, um, what would you consider our, our uh, most notable um, challenges and opportunities for 2020? Well, I think New York certainly has to be. I mean, when I started at DBIA, they, you know, they, the procurement laws had not changed in New York in over 100 years. Wow. And it took us five years to even get a bill out of committee in New York. And we finally got authority for the big six agencies uh, but New York City, probably the the biggest, con- arguably the biggest construction market in the country, one of the biggest construction markets in the world, did not have design build authority. With the legislation that we passed last year, we were able to get that authority, and they're moving ahead. Uh, and it kind of ties into, of course, uh, legislation there this year. The governor's budget is very ambitious. We're talking. Uh, com- combined with his other programs, $275 billion in construction. And uh, if you look at those agencies, those are all agencies that um, either have worked hard to get authority, and they've also demonstrated the not only the ability, but the, uh, the willingness to use it. So we're really looking at probably uh, over the next 10 years being just a design-build renaissance in, mm-hmm. in New York. And uh, also included in that budget bill is uh, a further expansion of, uh, of design-build. Of design it would also include authority for the, uh, the Office of General Services, the Dormitory Authority, the Urban Development Corporation, the State University Construction, and also for several, um, for the Olympic Region Development Authority, the Battery and Park City Authority. And there's also several projects that are earmarked in that budget bill. Uh, Some of those would fall under those agencies I just named. So, and, and I think the other thing, if one looks at Governor Cuomo's budget moving forward, 
Um, the only way he's going to be able to deliver that is, is is expanding or eliminating the sunset on those big six agencies at the state level. So, you know, it's it's been amazing to see in 10 years a transition from being a state where almost nothing was allowed to uh, being a state that could be the most progressive design build state in the country, uh, you know, if, if all of these... Uh, ambitious plans the governor has reaches uh, fruition. And you would think, given the success that we've seen already with that limited authority, I mean, some of the biggest um, bridge projects and road projects, even the Port Authority's done a bunch in New York too, um, that that type of success, hard, completely hard to ignore, um, would make it easier to make that case for getting rid of the sunset because most people when you pass you pass bills I think it's done and over one and done right it's, it's well exactly and I think probably the uh, one of the best kept secrets is uh, the New York DOT has quietly done 40 design build projects in New York uh, and uh, they've really had great great success and I think you know it's hard to argue with success I and and certainly if if we are going to move forward uh, on these um, on these uh, projects that are in the pipeline, also the Midway, which would you know with the Metro Transit Authority, um, they by law any project over twenty five million dollars must use uh, design build. We're really going to see some some huge changes, and I think where it's really exciting, um, you know, from our part is those projects are really going to be a project that touch people's mm. lives. They're going to make people's commutes every day easier. Are going to provide housing for the homeless. I mean, it's it's really going to change the face of New York, in my opinion. You know, and you mentioned design build done right, and our efforts to make sure that when when laws are passed, that they actually represent best practices. I mean, there's nothing worse than getting having an owner get started and then do it wrong. It fails. You think design build fails, and the truth is, they just didn't quite go about it the right way. You know, you look at New York. Um, DDC, Department of Design Construction, they have embraced, again, brand new authority, brand new authority, totally all in on the idea of training, learning how to do it right. Well, I think that's crucial. And, and I, you know, I really applaud them for, do, for doing that. Uh, if you look at the cost of training compared to the, the investments you're making, it's, it's pennies on pennies on the dollar. Right. So we're, we're talking about New York. You go all the way to the other coast. California has been doing design build for a good long time, but, but they, they've got activity going on legislatively, too. Well, they do. I mean, California's got it going on. They, uh, I mean, probably more than any other state, they're really trying. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing some out-of-the-box things. I mean, uh, you see uh, progressive design build u- uh, being used out there. Um, a lot of the projects that they're uh, doing are, are very complex that really require uh, using design build. Uh, because we have pretty broad authority in California, every year, you know, we're, we're picking up a new authority that's created or one that fell through the cracks. So we are expanding. Uh, we do have one expand, a bill expanding authority f- uh, on a uh, pipeline project. Um, one of the things that I think speaks a lot to the value of design build is both, uh, both in states like, well, actually the three right offhand, California, Washington, and, and Minnesota, where they actually, as part of their budgeting process, will earmark 
project specifically for design build where they mm -hmm. feel it's not only is the project important but it, it's important enough that we want to make sure it's done uh, using design build uh, so I mean we've you know we've had uh, years where you know there's been as much as a billion dollars of, uh, of projects earmarked for design build so that's one of the things that we'll be working through uh, in the process so you know I think uh, you know we're really going in the right direction in in New, uh, California I think that was that was certainly one of those states that 10 years ago when I first started had very very limited authority and and I think um, you know they've gone light years in, in in 10 years they're really doing some progressive things out there that I you know and what you know what's interesting enough is you know with California and New York they really only consider themselves peers so <laughs> right. uh, maybe some friendly competition <laughs> in uh, best practices which would you know I think that's a good thing benefits benefits us all benefits really. us all especially the taxpayers <laughs> Two of the states on our priority list, uh, Wisconsin and Virginia. Uh, in, in Virginia's case, this is a state that has a long history of, of doing design build uh, right. Um, they have a, a new majority, a lot of new legislators, and, and you already have uh, folks that want to go backwards that are introducing legislation with uh, bad practices. And uh, we have to be vigilant. We're... Uh, you know, to make sure that we educate uh, legislators in that regard. And, and also in Wisconsin, uh, uh, before, before the, the ink had a chance to, <laughs> to dry on the, uh, the Virginia bill, we already have leg legislation introduced that would reduce the full authority to a six pilot project. And, and that's one of those things that's really kind of a shame because I've seen the Wisconsin DOT over the uh, over the last six months really doing all the all the right things. They've been in peer exchanges with other DOTs. They've been meeting with uh, you know DOTs that have experience to talk about their particular uh, challenges and opportunities. They've worked closely with Federal Highways, and uh, you know, and and they're also interested in in training and in networking with other folks. They're really trying to learn design build. And, um, you know, I, I'd like to see them be able to have that chance to, uh, to move forward and, and be successful. And, but sometimes, well, as you know, change is, change is hard. Yeah. And, uh, but that's, you know, we'll be, we'll be back in Madison tomorrow and, and, and hopefully we can, uh, cooler heads can prevail on this this legislation. And that is such an interesting example because, as you said, we barely got the, the authority under the belt before there was effort to try to really already finagle, rework it a little bit, which is odd. Well, and, and what's surprisingly uh, there is, is people forget it was it was design bid build that got them in into the problem, um, right. into the situation they were they were in. Uh, they really had an issue with cost certainty on project, and as we know, that's something that design build can can take care of. That that is uh, that's uh, uh, one of the reasons owners use design build. So, you know, we're hoping over the next six months, between our conversations with other stakeholders and uh, and with the DOT and the, the governor's office, that you know that we can uh, we can turn that ship around. Let's just stay in that region then. Iowa is one of those notable two holdouts. 
and someplace that you have spent a lot of time in um, trying to help them get there. It is. It's been it's been really tough. Uh, the Board of Regents is the only owner in the state that has a design build authority, and uh, every year for the last five years, we've had to fight legislation not only to strip that authority away, but we 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 felt there that the best defense was was a good offense, and you know we figured this was a, an opportunity for us to educate legislators what design build really was. So. We've built a coalition of, of dozens of, uh, of firms and uh, associations and owners groups. And uh, we've just uh, introduced legislation this week, actually, uh, House Study Bill 586. And, uh, and we think that um, this is going to be a, uh, a real opportunity to, you know, to get the idea of, of, of design build out there as as an option for folks we're working very closely with local governments the counties uh the folks that uh, do the projects uh, labor and also with the um the a e community and contractors and and uh, nobody has built uh, a broader coalition than we have there uh, our bill would uh would allow uh, not only design built but also uh cmar authority it it would be an option. Nobody would be required to make any any changes if they want to continue to do design bid build. They could, but it would give all those owners that option uh, on the uh, on the building side. And uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, you know, we've been successful in the last few years in blocking the anti-design build legislation. Um, we're hoping this year that we can move the ball move the move the ball farther down the field in regards to uh, getting design build authority expanded. To some degrees, this one felt like Wisconsin and it was truly just that fear of change. When you've always done, you've always delivered your projects the same way that that why why change approach seems to well, it is hold, I, holding them back. It's fear of the unknown because as you know, every you know, every study that uh, out there has shown that uh, that uh, alternative delivery, particular design build, it outperforms every other delivery method. But, you know, for a lot of folks, the, the old way of doing things, it's very comfortable. And, uh, and there's also, you know, for some folks that fear of, you know, more competition. And, uh, uh, but I, I think by every measure we've seen, you know, that those are, uh, those fears really aren't, they're not real. So, oh, a pitch, a pitch for the for that Iowa coalition, um, Iowans for Project Innovation, which is iowaapd.org, because again, APD meaning we're trying to make sure that they have every tool in the toolkit, not just design build, but CMR too. So, um, anybody who feels inclined, um, you can actually join the coalition from their website too, which they're looking for good Iowa folks to make that. It, like you said, it's already a very diverse. Coalition. It is, and 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 I think every. Anything anybody wants to know about uh, design build, all those resources are right there at the website. So it's really a, a, a good tool for folks interested in that in that legislation. Um, also in the Midwest, we do there is legislation that would expand um, um, design build in the water waste water area in Nebraska. Uh, that was you know. Most of the the state has been covered at the local level, the state level. Uh, the agencies can do that, but it would it would expand that for local governments. So that's pending as well. 
So we also talked about the need for us to be nimble in all of these states because they're all all of those authorizing legis- pieces of legislation are different and they're responding to different needs and challenges. Um, and it actually kind of reminds me of our approach generally. I mean, design build has to be nimble. Design build is evolving. For example, with Progressive, you mentioned in Washington, they made a they made a change to their statute to make sure that Progressive would be um, something that they could do. So I would imagine that as Progressive spreads, we're going to see similar approaches just to make sure that that's a tool in, in their toolkit as well. Well, I, I, I think you're I think you're absolutely right. I think the one thing that we're seeing is if you look at the trends over the last five years is. We're seeing a lot more variations. Uh, you know, progressive would certainly fit into that category. Uh, you know, uh, we know it's been big in the water sector and, and in aviation, but now we have two DOTs that are using it, Utah and, uh, and in Maryland. Uh, and also Virginia is working on a very small uh, progressive design build project. And I, I think that, I think you're gonna, you're gonna see more of that because uh, one of the things that we're seeing, and, and it's funny because you start, some of these problems, uh, they almost solve themselves. Uh, I saw a provision in a Wisconsin bill that was dealing with, uh, you know, what do you, the situation, what do you do when you don't have the complete scope? Well, sounds like progressive design build. <laughs> and interestingly enough, even though uh, that is something uh, in conversations with uh, that DUT that they're interested in. Um, but, you know, so I think for each of those situations, as, as we, um, as design build becomes more developed, states are going to start to look at those different options. Uh, I think the the real challenge will be is I, I think um, folks are starting to realize that with progressive design build is in some cases they've already been doing it for years they just didn't have a, a name for it. Right. Uh, I think the Georgia with their DOT would probably be an example with that. They did some projects even before the their, that word was out there, and and I, so I think you're going to see uh, more states that are going to probably tweak their laws a little bit uh, as opposed to, you know, a standalone progressive design build. And I think the key thing there is every, every state should work at, at their pace, at their, uh, you know, as they develop it, you know, they need to walk before they, they can run. And, and uh, but I think that is the progression. I think we're going to uh, certainly all the trends are going that way. So you're not going to get any sleep much between now and what, May, June. You're going to hit the road, building up those miles. How are you feeling about 2020 overall? Well, I feel, I feel really good. I, I, I mean, I was so excited when I saw, I mean, we, after everything we did in New York last year, it was kind of like, well, what else can we do <laughs> right. in New York? And then we see the governor's uh, budget, and, uh, and you start to look at... Uh, you know, there was all these projects that kind of sat on the shelf or the needs were well identified, uh, but a lot of the agencies didn't have authority. Now they have the authority. They're getting the training. They're getting uh, they're getting all their ducks in a row. And I think you're going to see, you know, some of these projects are going to be mega projects that are, are, are really going to change the, the face of New York. And um, so we're going to see firsthand you know, how, how it really performs. And, uh, you know, America's eyes will literally be, will be watching. 
Uh, and I think also too, I mean, uh, what we're finding is, you know, there, we're always going to have the challenge once we have authority of fighting to preserve that. Our enemy there is not, uh, I mean, there's always going to be some folks that are going to introduce legislation to try to create some niche market. We see that with legislation for thresholds or, or some micro market. Um, but I think the big thing is we, we can't rest on our laurels. You know, about every 10 years, a legislature will, um, will turn over. And the challenge for us is we can't assume that uh, the freshman legislator that just got elected knows, uh, knows about design, build, or procurement. We, in Virginia, we've had several best value bills introduced because folks weren't aware of it. Mm -hmm that best value was an inherent part of design build and, and that they actually could. They just didn't have some of those uh, things contained within it, codified. Uh, so some, we also have to be mindful and careful, sometimes well-intentioned legislators, just because they don't know how all these pieces fit together, uh, aren't manipulated by those folks that would like to uh, turn the clock back. It's an exciting time to be a design builder. Thanks so much, Richard. Thank you. Thanks so much to DBIA's Richard Thomas for that legislative update. If you'd like to see more about the status of design build in your state or nationwide, take a look at our interactive pending legislation map and our updated 2020 state statute report. You can find both on our website at dbia.org slash advocacy slash state.